Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Aqua Millennials Podcast. I'm joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrick. Salutations. What's poppin'? All right. And I am Casey in the place to be. And that place is the Two Eight in Podcast, sometimes. <laughs> Bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What the fuck is up, guys? What's going on, good people? I hope you guys are all doing well, dancing, emphasizing, enjoying, I don't know, side chick weekend, whatever the fuck you're doing, you know, whatever, turn the fuck up, period. What? I read something interesting. Um, About what? Two friends went on a uh, date the day before Valentine's Day so that they could be with their valentine's on valentine's day but it was one of them friends that wasn't really like friends type shit do you know that for sure or are you speculating based off the video it looked like they was fucking just based off the video like i'm i got female friends but i'm not just like whining and dining them like the day but you fuck most of your female friends so there's that see all of these preconceived notions you have um just mind. preconceived um, facts facts they're facts ladies so just know <laughs> that's what comes with friendship, love, support, and penis. You're I welcome. Mean, but you're my best friend, so been there, done that. <laughs> I did it already. I did it already. But anyways, okay, guys. I hope you guys all enjoyed your Valentine's Day. Probably not, because actually, I'm turning over a new leaf. But okay? the facts remain yeah. the same. You want to talk about it or, or what? No, I'm just saying okay. most women, I feel like, are disappointed on Valentine's Day in some capacity or another. You know, I I don't know what it is. I'm not going to even blame it on this generation as a whole because I've seen some people have lit ass Valentine's Day mostly on social media. But um, yeah, most of the people I know in real life are just disappointed continuously by Valentine's Day. No cards, no kisses, no hugs, no chocolates, no flowers, no nothing. I know people that didn't even get a happy Valentine's Day from their niggas, so. That's unfortunate. I don't know. I'm just the messenger, period. I don't know shit. But, man, y'all gotta do better. A little romance goes a long way. She might really, you wait, know, wait, pop wait, pussy wait, in wait, a circle wait, 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 even wait, wait, more wait, wait, enthusiastically wait. than before. When the fuck we get romance? We don't get no romance. I like flowers. First of all, no the fuck you don't. And, no, and most niggas don't. Like, y'all romance is like the little stuff. What, flowers, the stuff baby. that y'all enjoy, like... <laughs> Don't bother him while he play the game. You know what I'm saying? Suck his dick when he wake up. Like, these are all the things that y'all think is romantic. Um, Shutting the fuck up. Being his peace. Whatever the fuck that niggas value, <laughs> that is the stuff that y'all get. That is the romance. I don't know what the fuck. A pair of Jordans, depending on how ratchet your nigga is. A pair of yays. We're in Detroit. I don't know what y'all value as romance. But you need to let your um mate know. And then they can re- reciprocate that. And besides, we're in Michigan, so y'all get a sweetest day. Period. Do they? The last time I was dating somebody, I spent hella money on sweetest day. So, when? Um, nigga, last year. <laughs> and so, with that being said, I don't never fall in this category because I'll, I'll come up off some coins for my nigga, which is why I am in not doing that shit at this current moment. So, that's not an issue for me. And I don't think it's an issue for most women, but for whatever reason, men be lacking a romance, like send her flowers to her job, get her an edible arrangement, book a reservation, because it's really not that complicated. Like, I don't even think that Valentine's Day is as bad as like Christmas or a birthday. We have to buy a real gift. You can really buy a cheap ass bear and some chocolates and some flowers and a bitch would be happy. Ain't like somebody saying, go buy me some a Pandora bracelet with all the charms. Like, bitch is not asking for super expensive shit. I'm sure they would like I mean, that. What if they are? What would you What would you recommend for the men if they are with somebody who desires a lot of stuff? You like gotta that? do the shit to keep them that you did to get them. So if you start off cashing her out and you knew she wasn't fucking with no broke nigga, real ass bitch. All right, then you already knew that. So you need to adjust accordingly. If that's what she enjoys, then you need to do that. I um I actually was talking to hmm, no stitches, no snitches and shit. All right, I actually was talking to one of my good friends. I'll say. 
actually my friend, but whatever. I was talking to one of my good friends and she was saying like the adjustment, like her um, ex was extremely materialistic and they bought each other really expensive things. And then her new man is not like his love language has nothing to do with gifts. That's not his shit. So like on one hand, she had a man that showered her with things and she has another man that showers her with love. And, um, she's pretty much trying to adjust and get out of that materialistic shit or just saying she was like you know what I didn't know that I liked that but now a bitch do and so it's just like that adjustment period to me like you know what I like that shit so what do I do now and I'm like okay well you know counselor Casey is here (laughs) and here to help period and so I was just telling her I'm like at the end of the day what you have to do (laughs) is you have to communicate your love language now your love language don't die includes um gifts and at least the very least you can do is let your mate know that and let them adjust accordingly. So if your love language is receiving gifts, you're know, like, you know what? You might not need things, material items to feel love, but that is one of the things I need. And you have to let your mate know that and maybe they will adjust accordingly because it is important. I know we talked about this before, but you have to love people in their love language, not your own. Okay. But does she know what her love language is? Obviously it's receiving gifts. Are you listening? I mean, that you can inquire that. She did acquire it. She acquired it. It's new. It's new and he's here. So I want things. Like you it just it just really honestly depends on the person. But yes. So but I did have a guy that was like, Yeah, you know, men are only gonna do what they wanna do. I agree. People in general are only gonna do what they wanna do, but that's the whole thing with being in a relationship. You have to compromise. And sometimes you have to decide, I want this person and what am I gonna do to keep them around because I want them to make them happy. Obviously not in a way where you're sacrificing yourself, but that's what you ultimately have to figure out, I suppose. That's why relationship is compromised, I suppose. But whatever. Happy Valentine's Day, hoes. <laughs> Hope y'all enjoyed that weekend. Or maybe you just sat with your nigga and watched the all-star shit as he fell asleep. <laughs> whatever you My did. Nigga, you still harping whatever on that Whatever you did that made you happy. <laughs> period. Anybody who wants to date me, period. I'm going to let y'all know. I like activities. So if you just like, I don't want to sit in the house. I'm not sitting in the house. Don't give me that, oh, everything's going to be crowded. I don't like people-ass excuse. I don't want to hear it, okay? Send me some flowers and book a reservation. It's really that simple. Like, it's not even all this glamorous shit. Tell a bitch to get ready and get, uh, and get cute. It'll fuck her life up, okay? Because niggas are just not that fucking thoughtful. What you think? You don't know. You're not romantic. All right. Well. You look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that feet video. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So. Any new movies or TV shows you've been watching? Um, I got finished with The Pharmacist uh, this week on Netflix. It's Drugs. A, uh, it's a docu-series about a doctor. His son was murdered in a crack cocaine deal. Yikes. And he sought out to look for his murderer. Like, he went, like, door-to-door, like, in the hood in New Orleans. A white doctor. And, Tell uh, me more. He went to look for his uh son's murderer eventually the murderer was convicted but later on down the line he started looking at like the opioid crisis in his own like suburban community so he started to try and attack that one thing i will say about the is it's been some that some very disgusting terminology used with the opioid crisis like they're trying to i don't want to say humanize it but they're trying to make it a little bit better because they want to change it from like, okay, yeah, he's not addicted to opioids. He has like, I think it was like opioid, opioid use, usage disorder, which is like, no, like that nigga like pills, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you can't say, oh, crackhead got a cook cocaine uh, disorder. No, nigga, he's a crackhead. Like, stop making it. I mean, well, technically addiction is a disorder. Yeah, but don't make it nice when it's y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. In that case, then, yeah, no. All right. They still, oh, look, look, he's homeless. Look at that homeless crackhead right there. No, nigga. Same difference. Look at that suburban peel head. Keep that same energy. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the docuseries was good. I recommend checking it out. Oh, that was a docuseries? I thought, I thought it was like a movie or a show. I, I originally I thought it was a show, but I was like, oh, these people are like real. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> like, these are real people. Okay. Okay. Well, that's cool. Anything else? Um, I watched the 
I watched The Stranger, but it was earlier this week, so I had to rewatch it because I completely forgot what the fuck it was about. Um, it was about a stranger. Yeah, it, ultimately, context. it ended up being a a female who uh, this guy's wife got killed um, because his daughter was doing the sugar baby shit. Okay. So the people who knew about his daughter doing the sugar baby shit, they tried to blackmail his wife. His wife went to drop off. I think it was like ten thousand pounds, mm-hmm. and she ended up getting murdered by the person that she was having an affair with. So at the end of the season, it all kind of came full circle. Wait, so you saying the <laughs> the wife, the was wife having, of the sugar daddy? No, so okay. wife. The, the story is based off of this uh the husband who was actually a investigator so his wife got murdered by her lover okay during you know she was trying to get the money to pay for the blackmail because their daughter was doing sugar baby shit okay yeah and it came full circle i've watched like 20 (laughs) minutes of one of those episodes and i didn't get any of that (laughs) i'm still trying to understand so who was the lady that was like your wife is like not who she says she is what was that about that's like the first episode yeah that was the, the stranger so he was trying to. So, what does the stranger who, have to do with anything? They're still, even at the end of the season, he's still trying to figure Don't it out. Don't know who the fuck she is. Okay, so that guy is who? The husband. But his wife was alive, so what? Yeah, she, she's not alive anymore. So, oh, his current wife got dead. <laughs> got dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. I believe I'm telling this story the right way. Like I said, it was very early so his in the week. Cur- so, his current wife got killed and. But the the stranger was saying that she was lying. She was. What was the fuck was she lying about? A Spoiler alert. A lot what? of stuff. I'm not. It's, it's a lot of stuff that she was lying about. She wasn't. You could, she, after, I think it's a rule that after you say spoiler alert, you can say whatever the fuck you want to. <laughs> like I said, I don't completely remember because there was so much shit going on. I'll Google it later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I watched. Um, How was the movie? That's all I'm talking about. I watched um, <laughs> To All the Boys I Ever Loved Before, the sequel on Netflix or whatever. It was really cute. Oh my goodness. If you are into that, like, teeny bopper, like, high school love, you know, all the shit that really don't exist, <laughs> you can check that movie out. Um, part one and part two is on Netflix. They're both really good. I mean, I guess it depends on what you consider good, um, but I liked it, but I like that sweet love romantic shit that niggas don't fuck with. Obviously, you see for Valentine's Day. Um, I also enjoy in the same vein of love the photograph with Paquita's fine ass and Issa Rae fine equally fine ass. Um, it was she's so fucking awkward. I know, but she's so pretty. (laughs) I love her. I feel like she's me. I'm her. She's I. Whatever. Anyways, um, I really like the movie or whatever. Actually, no. First of all, let me backtrack. She's also extremely talented and wonderful and great and like bad as fuck at everything that she does you have to start valuing women for other things other than their beauty anyways um yeah so what nigga i ain't sure shit he looked at me like "Mm, i objectify bitches on a regular basis i do but we know y'all for your talents other than no you don't i do we're still selling hendrix for the low low price of whatever you send in my cash app period can you see Anyways, but yeah, the movie was really good. A lot of people didn't like it because um, I saw some uh, think pieces about it that people are addicted to toxic love, which we already know. (laughs) And so it was like it wasn't enough like (laughs) fucked up (laughs) ass drama in it for people because they want the stuff that they watch in movies to resemble the trash that they endure in their real life. And everyone isn't that terrible. So you're saying it wasn't baby boy? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. It was like more that. like Love Jones, but the PG version. It was, yeah, yeah. I guess so. But not actually, not even as toxic as that. They was like leaving each other, fucking people, <laughs> dating each other friends. It wasn't really that bad. I really just, sorry, pro tip. I literally just <laughs> watched Love Jones for the first time like a couple months ago. Not really high with the black movies. I was watching She's All That and shit when y'all was watching that shit y'all shouldn't have been watching. But whatever. I digress. Um, yeah. So I liked it. It was really cute. Um, a good little movie. Nice to see brown people in places and love and without toxicity and all of that bullshit. I literally, all the women that I know that seen that movie or desired to see that movie realized they were going to have to not that go by themselves. 
And I feel like I'm thinking I'm back to telling you niggas to do better again. Like, just like she sits and lets you play that fucking dirty ass video game like you're 14. Take that girl to the movies. Watch a chick flick. Watch a rom-com. You probably can learn a thing or two about, like, actual affection or love or something. But, yeah, that was good. I'm still finishing up Lock and Key. I have, like, one episode left. That movie, I mean, that show is kind of scary, but I'm a um, scary cat, so don't take it from me. Um, I actually read something that said that the comic books are actually a lot darker than the show was. Um, but whatever, it's still scary to me. Like it took me a minute to go to sleep after I had to watch Rick and Morty to make me feel better. But that's just me. Lock and Key was not scary. <sighs> Did you watch it? I watched some of it. Okay, but so you don't know. You don't scary. know. It wasn't scary. You don't scary. know. Mm, don't know. It was scary. But anyways, um, I really I think that's all the stuff I watched. Did anything else come on or anything? No, I didn't watch it else. I didn't I don't think I did. Um, All-Star Weekend is this weekend, as it normally is. Uh, a lot of people are in Chicago, especially from this area. I, I know about, like, 50 people in Chicago. And I realize that y'all are just there to hang out, because y'all not going to the games. I looked up the prices. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up the prices. So, y'all are not going to the games, period. Um, Yeah. Um, The Rising Stars game was very entertaining. Um. I watched I'm, a couple minutes of that. They was fooling. I'm I still have some trouble with like the the fucking duck contest at the end and shit like that. Like you know, I wanted to. Who be, won the Rising Star game? Uh, the USA. Oh, they actually won. They was down when I when I talked about. Yeah. Um. Like I said, it was a good game. A lot of, a lot of talent. I didn't. Yeah. I was, didn't yeah. really realize how many people were actually on the world team that are like not Americans. It was. A shit ton of people are not actually from America, which is eye opener. Um, but it was a good game. Yesterday you had the skill challenge. Um, Bam, Bam, Bam from Miami. I don't know how to pronounce his fucking last name. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Mm. Um, Buddy Hill from the Sacramento Kings won the three point contest, which was very underwhelming. Um, and. Derek Jones Jr. from the Miami Heat won the slam dunk contest, which was entertaining, but a lot of people had issues with the judges. Who was the judges? Um, who the fuck was the judges? Uh, it was uh, <laughs> Black Panther was a judge, which should just let you know enough. Um, Chad, yeah. So I mean, but he can't dunk. You so. don't know what he can do. He's the Black Panther. Period. It's a movie. Okay, he's not. He can't dunk in real life. Sometimes art imitates life. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, the judges were kind of like giving out high scores early, and then when it came down to actually determining a winner, they started like hoeing niggas. Mm. So a lot of people had an issue with that. Once again, Aaron Gordon got robbed. So um, yeah, it was entertaining. But I one of the things that I've noticed is that we don't have a lot of superstars that participate in all-star events like it used to be like you used to get like uh michael jordan or kobe bryant or a larry bird in the three-point contest you know what i'm saying like this year it was really like some people i must say because i remember one year was that the year you were neglecting me i think steph and clay was in the, the three-point contest <laughs> <laughs> oh you were asleep i watched it but anyways, <laughs> yeah, happy Valentine's Day, period. Um, hey, fellas, pro tip, <laughs> just take the day off before. So if it's on a Saturday, just take the Friday off so you have, like, energy to do shit. I'm about to say, not side chick day. Or is it after? I don't know if Sasha dates before or after Let's Valentine's say Day. If, if y'all got a date on the 13th or the 15th, you're a side chick. Even if it's convenient. I took myself out on the Thursday if I went to go see a photograph. Okay, so you a side chick to you, man. Oh, no, actually, no. no. I lied. I, I, I ended up going on uh, Friday. I went Friday morning. Okay. 11.15. So it was your Valentine's. Yeah, I'm always my Valentine. And the flowers that my parents sent me. Thanks, guys. That's pretty much it. Um, That's it, I think. I don't think I watched shit else. And I don't think I went to go see nothing else. Or music. Oh, actually, 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 point. Let me... um. I still don't have a, a huge revelation about this because um, I think this opinion is even slightly biased. 
But I'm going to walk back a little of my Snow Allegra hot take. Um, it sh- She shuffled on with her, um, was it I Want You Around? Whatever song that Black is on, <laughs> the remix. And it came on, I was cleaning in my apartment the other day, and I was like, I can fuck with this, and then Black came on with his verse, and I was just like, "Okay, bitch, <laughs> you know, wait till my heart." So, mm. you know, she might not be as bad. I, honestly, I still just—I don't know—I can't connect with her music all the way. Maybe I need to really give it a listen per mm. se. But that song, I actually, it, I, it shuffled on. I'll say this: it shuffled on. I didn't turn it. Imagine giving some a second chance. Huh? <laughs> Are you ready for six hours? Only when it's forced. All right. Sure, what's going on in the universe, Hendrix? Uh, speaking of the All-Star game, um, the NBA did a great gesture, and I believe this is the thing that we actually needed to have happen. Um, Commissioner Adam Silver said on Saturday that the All-Star MVP award will now be named the Kobe Bryant MVP award. Um, he was Kobe Bryant was an 18-time All-Star, and he won four um all-star mvps which are tied for um the most in all-star game history so that i think that is a proper tribute i know a lot of people were talking about like changing the logo and you know doing all these other type of things but i think that makes the most sense to me as far as a tribute to kobe yeah i I saw that i thought that was a good a good option yeah definitely a good option i mean you don't you know, it's not too much, and then, you know, you're not putting his legacy down at the same time. Yeah. So, um, in other news, Maya made headlines this week as it came out that she went to Africa to get married. To herself. Oh, no, she married somebody. But she actually got married to herself. Wait, no, really? Yeah. In promotion to... Um, I was joking. <laughs> I was just about <laughs> that. I was completely joking. Yeah, in promotion of her new uh, new song. I mean, it was like everybody was kind of like up in arms. Like, oh my gosh, she disappeared. She got married. We Nobody knew she was dating X, Y, and Z. But uh, yeah, it's to promote her song called The Truth. Um, I haven't heard the song, but uh, the video does look nice. So, I mean, it's Maya. So she's one of them vampires that has maintained her beauty over yeah she looks great. a long ass time. So uh, I really thought this bitch got married. Yeah, everybody was like, "Oh, she got married. Oh, okay, cool. Like, who? Who is it? Who is it?" And nobody knew. So yeah, Maya got married to herself to promote a song and video. It's twenty twenty. The fucked up thing about this is this is literally a um an episode of Glee when <laughs> the coach Sylvester married herself. <laughs> so that's why I was really like trolling. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she married herself. I never seen her with nobody, but the bitch really did marry herself. Congratulations, girl. Me next. Anything? Else? I mean, as long as we promote the podcast. No. <laughs> what about my love for myself, motherfucker? Oh, selfish ass. Good <laughs> niggas. All right, and some very dope news. I guess it's Black History Month related because this will hopefully start a, a nice little trend. Um, the L.A. County District Attorney, Jackie Lacey, she announced this week that she will um, be dismissing over 66,000 marijuana convictions. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and I think something like that is... It needs to be applicable to any area where marijuana is legal. Because you can't have people in jail over marijuana. Right, yeah. Me and my yeah. friends actually had a really good dialogue about this yesterday. Yeah, I mean, weed is legal. Why am I in jail for weed? Yeah. Oh, that's an excellent point. Wow, okay. So, shout out to Miss uh, Jackie yeah, Lacey. Yeah, shout out. That is dope. We literally just had this conversation. That's so funny. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it. Why is there like something trash happening? I can't remember. Like early on in the week. Mm. Is this some debauchery that I'm missing? Mm. Hmm. I don't pay attention to debauchery. Okay. Nigga, you are a debauchery. (laughs) That's why I don't have to pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck out of here. Uh, It's funny. You're funny. Whatever. Funny. Shut up. (laughs) All right. So we better get into our topic for this week. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. All right. So this week, 
he wanted to touch on the topic of bills. And this stems from conversations that I know me and Casey have with like our parents as far as, you know, what it costs to actually take care of a household. Now, that sounds great. And a lot of times you have the older people who come with it. Well, you know, the back in my day, you know, I could do all of this, this, this and that. I took care of five people on with one salary type of shit. But times have changed dramatically. And for some reason, a lot of our older, um, a lot of our older people don't really take that into account. So I actually did some research about this. We're going to have some fun with this. So what do you think the average cost of a home was in 1989? So 30 years ago, 31 years ago, technically, but 30 years ago, how did, how, how much do you think the cost of a new home was? 30 years ago? Yes. Are you asking me? Um, I don't know. 20 grand? 30 grand? No. What? Average cost of a home in 1989 was $148,000. Oh, okay. That wasn't bad. I was severely underestimating. The average cost of a home in 2020, $315,000. What's average? Not average in, I'm about to say, uh, yes. I hear. All of these are median averages. I'm about to say, because $300,000 <laughs> in Michigan gets you a damn near a mini mansion. So, all of these are median averages. So Okay, so we if we if we factoring in New York or LA, then these they hiked up the fucking median for sure. Yeah, but still in that that same vein, like think about having to divvy up three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars for a house. Nah, with all the shit that we have going on and matter of fact, I'll get to that right now. Minimum wage in nineteen eighty nine was four dollars and twenty four cents. Mm-hmm. Now it's nine dollars and forty five cents. So $5 change in 30 years is not that big at all. No. So we still are supposed to do these things as far as take care of homes and kids and, you know, buy cars and stuff. Not excluding all the technology that we have now at our disposal and everything in that realm costs. Because the average cost of basic cable in 1989 was $20. Mm-hmm. The average cost of basic cable now is $53. But there's a big difference. Basic cable then was all the channels, except for like HBO and Showtime. Well, we also have more channels too. Right. So basic cable now doesn't include any of that shit. No. Plus I think basic channels, basic cable now give you the channels that we got from back then though. Yeah. So now you get. You have to take an account for streaming. Everybody has streaming. You have Netflix. You have Hulu. Some people have Apple TV. Like, you have to take an account of all those things that they didn't have to take an account into. And, shit, pay-per-view? I don't which, What? Wow. Why I uh, see this argument? I'm going to let you finish, Taylor. But, um... I just, some of this stuff, I don't know if you can calculate things that aren't necessity into uh, this kind of argument, though. Because everybody did not have cable. Motherfuckers was actually living back then without motherfucking air conditioning, you fucking savages. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of these things are necessities. So I don't know if you can, like, be like, oh, I can't afford streaming. I'm poor. Look what you did to our generation. Maybe, like, gas prices housing prices, minimum wage, inflation, addressing all of those things, I completely agree with. But when we start throwing things that aren't necessities in there, then it kind of argument shifts. It's just like, nigga, you don't need all that shit. I mean, they already think that our generation is spoiled anyway. So I would say that's not the best angle for this argument because they're like, okay, nigga, we didn't have streaming. Okay, the TV went off, period. Okay, all that up late night watching TV, it was none of that shit. Netflix and chilling. Bitch, please, where fix the antennas, okay? So the news can play properly. They wasn't worried about all the shit to be worried about. So that's the only thing that I would say that we have to consider with this argument because Netflix not a necessity and streaming and Apple Music and Spotify and Apple TV and premium channels and pay-per-view fights and all of that shit wasn't something that you had to pay for. Like, those were things that the wealthy or the middle, upper middle class enjoyed. Glad you said that. All right. Average price of a gallon of gas in 1989 was a dollar and 25 cents. 
the average price of a gallon of gas in 2020 is $2.42. So why not a big discrepancy? It does make a difference. If I can put 15 in my tank and fill it up, thank you. So, you know, a lot of our parents talked about all the road trips that they took and shit like that. I remember gas being cheap. And I remember when it was higher than that. I remember when it took me $66 to fill up my Jeep Liberty because... Exactly. That's when gas like three forty nine or some yes, shit like that. Yes. Like the dark days of two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. So no. I remember those times <laughs> where like gas was super fucking expensive. But I also remember when I was younger and my dad can go in the gas station with twenty dollars and be like, you know, fill full tank, fill her up and some snacks. But <laughs> I'm blessed to have a small tank car, so I still could fill my car with about twenty five dollars. Also, speaking of cars, the average cost of a new car in 1989 was $12,000. That's definitely not happening. The average cost of a new car in 2020 is $36,718. I mean, the only thing about this is... No, I do agree. I do agree that the older people don't understand that because just like society doesn't, they don't as well factor in all the things that inflation has done and the fact that the only thing that's not keeping up with inflation is wages so that is the thing that is like obviously the elephant in the room because inflation is normal inflation is going to happen the the value of a dollar is dropping and um our wages are increasing so with that being said that's going to always be the thing that affects this like Okay, inflation. That's why some jobs give you cola and cost of living allowances because inflation is a constant thing that's always going to be going up. If everything is costing more and people are still like, obviously, fucking minimum wage has increased, but it has not increased to match um, inflation or, you know, counteract inflation so they can be similar in value. So middle class, upper middle class is not the same thing. You can be making that. 50 60 grand or whatever and still be like not obviously you're still you're not fucking in poverty but you're not gonna be well off whereas when you were like middle class or middle class you were pretty doing pretty good for yourself back then so that's the stark difference between the two i would say and then ultimately to piggyback off something else you said yes i lost my thought. so you can go ahead i don't remember what i was talking about it was something you said though about something i know right a lot of context are you high i'm never high i just (laughs) my memory is just trash damn it was something i'm like old people will have a field day with that like they're gonna be like yeah fuck that shit you're talking about you're talking about the new car no it was something with um i want to say it was oh i got it ha got it actually got it back this time it was minimum wage um i was saying like people are assuming all right i'll say the two of the main differences or whatever is that old people you could graduate from high school and get you a nice job to pay you middle class those jobs have decreased so that's obviously a discrepancy like decrease, we decrease they vanish i know well <laughs> no i would say they decrease because i mean i would say they decrease because there's people that work for like the big three that are making great money and they fucking 18 you make you making 60 grand you 18 years old and you still live with your mama house nigga you have came up that's the motherfuckers you see in the street with buffs and gucci belts okay because they don't got no bills and they're making really good money true so yes i don't say that they vanished they decreased at least here i feel like maybe it's a little bit more common because we have a uh, the auto industry and such a boom but yes back to my point um the difference with that being is that most people now the argument is that especially with all the conversations about raising minimum wage and fast food workers and all that shit like that it's just like okay well your grown ass is not supposed to be able to take care of everything making minimum wage you are supposed to go get a real fucking job like i'm just playing devil's advocate because i know a lot of people i've heard that rhetoric on multiple occasions where it's like that those entry level fast food um fucking minimum wage jobs are for people in high school to get their first job or people like teenagers working through college like they're not supposed to be for the adult with three kids in a house to take care of themselves so I, that would be the argument that i feel like a lot of did you know what I mean? okay sorry excuse me <laughs> the argument that a lot of older people will have like get your ass you know you know the fucking american dream and shit like that get your ass up pull yourself up by your bootstraps on your you know on your own and 
pull yourself up and take care of yourself, like independence will be preaching this country. And so like, I think that idea is definitely the main thing that people think about. Like, okay, well, you're broke ass on if you you need to you you, you want you oh you make a minimum wage, you need to go back to school. You make a minimum wage, you need to find a better job. You make a minimum wage, you need to do better. It's a you problem. Like that's kind of the that's the definitely point in which our like our country is built on. If we're being real, that's definitely what it's supposed to be built on. But it's not at all. It's not at all. Um, unemployment rates are sky high. Compare in comparison, like you could, like you said, you could back then go and get you a entry level job and take care of a family. Like now, you can't. You got to get two entry level jobs to take care of a family. And I'm not, I'm not even saying entry level as in minimum wage. I'm just mean like if you're making like eleven dollars an hour, you're gonna have to do something else to supplement the income that you don't have. To take care of a family. And I think that. um responsibility is something that is not very it's not something that people talk about a lot because everybody's perspective is different and everybody's experiences is different because i know okay q hendrews is smart ass comment i know that i've made much more than the average like median income in this country and i don't i don't think i can afford to have a fucking kid you know what I mean? So people that make the medium income or less, I can only imagine how they're taking care of one, two, or, you know, three or four kids because it just doesn't make any sense. I feel like I can take care of my fucking self sometimes. Exactly. So I can only imagine how someone, you know what I'm saying, could, you know, obviously, but their lifestyle would be different. Like I travel regularly. I can, you know, whatever, do things without really thinking about it. Those are things like those luxuries are things that I am accustomed to. Therefore, they're something that I have to have in my life versus somebody with kids might not be like, you know what? What I'm going to do this weekend, go take a plane to Atlanta. Like they don't they don't think like that. Like they're worried, you know, what I'm saying? they have like kids and they're worried about like paying their bills and stuff like that. So the way you use and and the way you use money and the way you like structure your budgeting and stuff, I guess, would be different. So I don't know. I guess. I wonder how much that plays in part. Well, speaking of, median household income in 1989 was $28,900. Median household income in 2020 is $75,000. So it is almost it's over double of the median household income. So that means we are making a lot more money than you know we were, right. of course, naturally. But things cost a lot more. The average annual grocery bill for a family of four in 1989 was $2,500. Oh, annually. Yeah. Now. Shit. Nigga, I live by myself and I spend every $2,500. Now it's $7,800. Annually. Shit. Yeah. I don't know if that's the best argument because we also are facing an obesity crisis. That <laughs> might not exactly. be the best argument. Exactly. <laughs> because we were like, you fat ass motherfuckers are just eating too much. <laughs> I mean, but that, that, also, kids some fucking snacks. that also includes going out. So that number includes actually going out and fast food and all that shit. So they still were only spending 25. I know because I mean, I'm saying people cooked more yeah. back then as well. And you saying you doubled the fucking budget on food or tripled it when Americans are fat as shit is not really the best argument because it's just like, all right, fat fuck, stop eating. Like I'm just saying like what, yeah. you know... Whoever the fuck is orchestrating all this shit is just like, you fat fucking motherfucker, stop eating. <laughs> like, that's really the well, argument here. I don't really give a, like, okay, so I'm spending this much on groceries. Stop eating. <laughs> Let your fat ass body eat itself. Like, I'm just saying what they would think about. I mean, but that's crazy because we are one of the most, we live in the most diet conscious eras. Yeah, but see, that's, the, like, like. <laughs> we do, but the, like, that's the thing. We live in, we live in a very diet conscious era. I will give you that, obviously, you know, at the intake of, fucking fitness influencers and skinny shitty tees which is really what they are and all that shit out now like yes but that is also the huge juxtaposition from the fact that in reality numbers wise statistically that doesn't reflect that statistically we're fat as fuck mm-hmm. and on the other hand you have fucking size one and fucking point two instagram models selling you fucking skinny tees <laughs> So it's just like you sound like you was mad when you said No, I'm that. saying like because half of the time they either someone who's naturally skinny or someone who got somebody to build them a body and then they're trying to sell you some weight loss shit. Bitch, if you don't go stop getting plastic surgery and trying to sell me a waist trainer, 
bitch. I mean, they people fall for it every day. They do, but I'm just saying, like, so I don't think that that's really any direct correlation between the fact that statistically we're fat as fuck right now. And, you know, yeah, the the fucking uh, fitness industry is also booming. Like, it seems like, right, counterproductive, like, how, how are both of these things up at the same time? But, I mean, that's because diet culture and diets are one of those things that is going to always be around they've always been around they're going to always be around i think that the um visual aids that we have with instagram and stuff like that pump that stuff to the forefront where it's like now we're visual we're very visual people people in general are so if you keep seeing these things even though Diet culture is toxic. We attack your diet. We attack your fitness plan, but we're not actually thinking about the fact that you have an eating disorder right. or you, you know, sorry, your food addiction, your sugar addiction, and all of those things like that. The, is the root of it. And you think that me staring at your little ass and you trying to sell me tea is going to make me be like, you know what I need to do? Go eat some chicken breasts and fucking green beans. Like it's not really going to change anything. Um, we do have a luxury item that has completely flipped. But uh, the cost of a desktop computer in 1989 <laughs> was $7,300. The price of a MacBook in 2020 is $1,100. I'm about to say, yeah, computers are definitely <laughs> way cheaper than they used so to be. So that is something that uh, we do have to our advantage. But if you take into account the fact that we have like 18 different things, like so you have an iPhone, you have an iPad, you have a, a MacBook, um, Apple TV devices, Apple watches, like you all, you, you have to have six, seven things to complement as opposed to people just having one thing back in the day. So that's something to take into account. The federal debt was something that kind of like, it threw me off a little bit. So the federal debt in 1989 was $2.8 trillion. The federal debt in 2020 is $23 trillion. So that's like tenfold in 30 years. And I mean, I guess it it accounts to a lot of the student loans and uh, the fact that a lot of people are, you know, being, I don't want to say being forced, but we are kind of being forced to actually go to school and like get degrees because a lot of those upper middle class jobs require you to go get a degree to, you know, go along with whatever experience you acquire for free with your internships and everything. Like you said, back then you could go and walk down the street and get a good paying job and work that for 10, 20 years and shit like that. But mm-hmm. now we flip flop so much because we're trying to find the the right wage to um, wage to education and also wage to um, work activities. Like what are you doing for the amount of money that you're making? You know, that's something that I think our parents really didn't give a fuck about like they just went to work because they knew they had to work. Like now we're actually making conscious efforts on what we're actually working for. So if I'm working at a job and it's not benefiting me financially, I'm going to find a job that is. Whereas our parents just kind of stuck it out and rolled with the punches. So I think that's something that we do have. We do have a lot more freedom as far as making those decisions. And, you know, we're not even going to talk about kids. But uh, last thing is the stock market. Um, The Dow Jones in 1989, the highest point was uh, 2,791 points. The Dow Jones in 2019, its highest point was 29,398. So stocks are fucking booming, even though we went through the little uh, recession and everything. Um, Yeah. Like, if you look at like a movie of Wall Street where back in the 80s they thought like shit was just like popping and booming and shit like that. It was, it really wasn't. Like they just had to wait a while. Like shit is way better now. So if you're a stockbroker and all, you know, all them people that we hate, like y'all are making money hand over fist and it's nasty. But yeah, that was just our, our little activity. The goal of it was to just point out the differences between life when we were born and life now and how our parents say that they had it very very tough which they might have i know me and casey's parents didn't really have it that tough but uh <laughs> maybe when they were kids but definitely right when you were growing up when you know they still was throwing rocks at you and shit like that like yeah maybe but uh when you had us it wasn't that tough like stop lying like y'all didn't you know wasn't paying for shit like i didn't even go in depth about like the fucking benefits and shit that 
were going on around that time as opposed to now where they're just slashing and cutting shit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even if you just talk about the fact that they can retire and pensions and shit. We don't right. Have. I'm still paying for y'all to retire and y'all still working. Like, go home. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, did you like? Do you ever think about that? Like, every week you're giving your parents money to not work, and they're still fucking working. That shit is crazy. But when you stop working, there ain't gonna be no fucking money there. Trust and believe, nigga. That shit gonna be all gone. So, yeah, that was a little fun activity I wanted to do today. I didn't want to make anything too. You know, we we've been on our light mode. We gonna, we we gonna get into some shit. I feel like really. that's more serious than everything else we've been talking about. Nah. That shit is actually fucking depressing. <laughs> I could talk about you niggas being trash all day, period. <laughs> <laughs> okay, period. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you guys have any commentary about that, I know we have some older listeners. Like, if you want to call me to the table for bullshit, like, if, it might have been harder for you. Who knows? Um, and also, I know our young people agree that our parents are kind of out of their minds sometimes with what they say. Like, oh, I did this with such and such and such and such. But look at the difference. Okay, you had a minimum wage job, but, like, shit didn't cost much. Like, I, I remember my dad would tell me, like, oh, yeah, you know, we used to go to Chicago, like, twice a month. Like, yeah, if I could fill up my car for, like, $10, I would go to Chicago on the weekend, too. And you're like, no, I had to, that's two tanks of gas, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So, that's it. That's it for me. You got mm. anything to add? No, I guess you Do you have any, did you already get an email? No. Oh, if you have anything to add or any commentary or any questions, comments, or concerns about anything we discussed so far, you can hit us up in our email at 2ampodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. And let's dialogue. Let's chit chat and shit. You know what I'm talking about? Period. So, Hendrix, what's, what's, what's popping? What's, uh, any uh, issues? What's grinding your gears? What's irritating you besides you irritating me? <laughs> I actually haven't bothered you this week, so I take offense to that. Just your, just knowing that you're no, here. We did, we did have an issue this week. What? what you, you always get on my nerves. I really have to go back in my no, nerves. No, you got on my fucking nerves. What I do? We had a uh, interesting technology issue. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> How I get on your nerves? Because, but that, that's not grinding my gears. Grinding my gears this week is accountability. And it's overall accountability and just owning up to who you are and what you do. Um, you have, you just have to own up to it. Like, don't fight it. Don't, when people call you to the carpet to read you fulfilled or whatever, take it. Don't, tr- don't always try and fight it. If you take it, process it, think about it, they might actually be true. Like, they might actually be telling the God's honest truth if you actually sit down and look at it. So, that's what has been grinding my gears. Like, a lot of people don't like to hear the truth about themselves. I don't like telling people the truth about themselves a lot of times either because that's not my thing. Like, if you feel like you're doing great and being a great person and shit, more power to you. you trash as fuck, but more power to you. So, yeah, people not accepting uh, accountability for themselves and their actions is grinding my gears this week. What's grinding your gears? Um... I guess me, <laughs> not me specifically. <laughs> Speaking of, um, but yeah, no, uh, just I feel like I've been doing the work for a long time. It's like you know, being the best version of yourself, which is hella fucking important. You know, self love, y'all. Period. And I think that I had like a misstep recently, and just like I think the issue that I have with people <laughs> is that effective communication now. I feel like lately it's like almost buzzworthy. And um, everyone thinks, I think everyone understands now the importance of effective communication, but I feel like it's one of those things that people can like dish out, but can't take. True. So it's like, you can't want someone to like, oh, you know, don't be passive aggressive and say what you mean and say what you feel and communicate so you can move <laughs> past it. And when you do, people are oppressed. <laughs> and so it's like, it's a double-edged sword because I've definitely worked to a point because I, I can get in a, in a passive aggressive bag. Okay, bitch. And I'm good at it. Okay, I will passive aggressive your ass to death. You hear me? But lately, I've been making a point to really communicate. And it's like now that I'm at a point where I'm like telling motherfuckers like, I feel like this. I don't feel like that. I want this. I don't want that. Or I, you did this and it made me feel like that. Like I'm definitely in that bag lately. And like some of the responses or reactions that I get to that is kind of just like just unreceptive. Like they, it's like, oh, like, 
why would you say that? Or why do you think? And it's just kind of like, well, if you want me to communicate effectively, that's everything. That's good and bad. That's everything. Because even if the issue, no no matter how ridiculous an issue is, you have to like discuss it to move past it. Like it's always bumps in the road, but you have to like say things out loud. And that's friendships, rom- romantic relationships, whatever kind of relationship it is. Like you just have to be able to express yourself openly and freely because if you don't, you let things fester. And Wait, so I can't fester and blow up? No. Oh. That's toxic. Oh. But we already know him is toxic guy. <laughs> um, so yes, you need to communicate your issues that you have with people and like, you have to also be receptive to that. So don't preach how much you like effective communication and all of that shit if you are going to be like press when people talk to you. You know what I'm saying? So let people move accordingly. Everything, we all have rights. And <laughs> what I mean by that is the right to feel any kind of way. So if someone does something to you or say something to you, you have the right to say something or react. They have the right to feel however they feel about their reaction and to just keep going back and forth. Like we all have these rights and privileges and we can feel and think and say all of these things, but your consequences to words are consequences to actions. And so if you say something to somebody, they have the right to react to you and vice versa. But the best, I would say the best and safest way is to create healthy dialogue back and forth where you can at least get to some kind of understanding and common ground amongst people. So grounding my gears is people's inability to reciprocate effective communication or appreciate or evaluate in some capacity. So basically we're saying the same thing in a different way. No, because you said accountability. Right. You got to be accountability for my effective Accountable. You have to be accountable for Thanks. my effective communication. Okay. Well, I didn't say it. I articulated it better. All right. Anyways, Hendrix, how can the people reach you? I don't know why they would want to. Because you can send all the money for his services to my cash app. That is Kanice C. All right. Hendrix. I hope somebody hack your shit. No money in there. You can reach me on all social media platforms at Noe Hendrix. That's N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. Okay. And you can reach me, KC, in the place to be at K underscore in real life. That's K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. And that is on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to reach me on Facebook, you can find me at KC That's K A Y C E E C O L L. If you want to reach the show, you can do so by finding us at Two Awkward Millennials on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter at the 2AM Podcast. Period. Pool. And one more time, one last fucking time that email is at 2AM Podcast at gmail.com. The number two. Hit us up. We'll get back to you for sure. Hendrix. Wow. What a great show. Yes. So much fun. Oh my goodness. Period. So, Hendrix, do you have any last words for the good people? Yes, and as always, millennials, remember what the real measure of your wealth is how much you'd be worth if you lost all of your money. Nothing, right? Because you ain't got shit. Ah, all right, guys. Well, it's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the 2AM Podcast. Peace.